0: Stay tuned now for Let's Talk About This with Tanya Weiss on 1460 WVOX.
1: Welcome to Let's Talk About This with me, Tanya Weiss. I'm the Executive Director of Cancer Support Team. And, you know, in this role, I meet people from all walks of life. And they work in all different kinds of jobs and live all over the country. But one thing I've seen that they all have in common... Each one, and myself included, we all know someone who has had cancer. And that's because there's an estimated 40% of all of us Americans are going to be diagnosed at some point in our lifetime. So these days, cancer is much more treatable, and the survival rates are definitely going up, but the experience of having cancer is still very challenging. And I often hear, How can I help? That's just wonderful because Americans are really, really supportive. So that's what we're going to talk about today. I've invited Tony Sibio, who is with a wonderful organization called Swim Across America, and he is on the national board now. Is that right, Tony? Correct. yes. Okay, so we're going to learn about this amazing organization that hosts charitable swims all around the country, and that's where regular people like those of you listening, can help people with cancer. Welcome, Tony.
0: Thank you, Tanya. I'm just very uh, honored to be here.
1: So how does swimming help a cancer patient? Well,
0: for us, we've, um, you know, we have in our local chapter, it's Westchester County, we have seven pool swims, and we have our Long Island Sound open water swim, July 29th. And swimmers raise money. And they will, you know, the money goes to great causes, and Tanya Cancer Support Team is one of them, one of our beneficiaries, which we're so proud to have have you.
1: Yeah, thank you.
0: And uh, we, our organization was founded in 1988 by a gentleman named Jeff Keith who had lost his leg to cancer. And he walked across the United States when he graduated college to get awareness and, you know, raise money to fight cancer. This was in 1987, I believe.
1: That's, a, I mean, think about, you know, you're, you're talking about walking across the entire country, Tony? Yes. Can you imagine?
0: Yes, and a bunch of his friends, uh, you know, did it with him, and along the way, he, he Rowdy Gaines, who's an Olympic swimmer, uh, Lundquist, just a, a, you know, different Olympians joined uh, him, and uh, he, I think that first year, they, I think he raised a million dollars. And at that time, they, they were giving money to St. Vincent's Hospital in Fairfield County. And then they started to swim the following year in, uh, in, the, in Long Island Sound.
1: And it was called Swim Across the Sound back then, Correct. right? Yes, it was. Yeah, but some 31 years ago, it yes. changed the name?
0: Yes. Swim Across America. And we, um, we're the largest chapter. And we, we started in 1992 and we had 15 swimmers, two lifeguards from the Larchmont Yacht Club, uh, swam and started, you know, joined Swim Across America to, in memory of Kathy Webber's, uh, our, our event was founded in memory of her, uh, Frank Webers, who's one of our, our great sponsors.
1: And yeah. one of our cancer support team board members. Correct,
0: correct. So... And I, I got involved that year for the first time because my son had been treated in 1991. He was diagnosed with stage four rhabdomyosarcoma. And he was treated at Columbia Presbyterian Babies Hospital on an experimental protocol. Uh, without going into the gory details, um, he, we, we got involved because of our experience And one of our other beneficiaries is Columbia Babies Hospital.
1: Well, I want to go to that in a second. You got it. Let's let's talk a little bit about why do you think people swim? I mean, what's what's the reason behind that? I think, you know,
0: people swim because they want to fight cancer. You know, not everybody is a scientist. Not everybody is extremely wealthy. So we have people from all walks of life, and we have four-year-olds, and we have... 85-year-olds swimming. So our event really captures a variety of different people, and families get together, and they can fight. Like myself, my whole family got involved, and and we were able to do something and make a a meaningful difference to help people battling cancer and fighting cancer. So it's just a helpless feeling when you're going through that. And as you know, with your patients... You feel helpless, and this is a way for you to do something positive and turn around the negativity of a cancer diagnosis and possibly help somebody else. And we've had some great success.
1: So, I I see it as a concrete way to pay it forward. Would you say that's the way? Uh,
0: agreed, 100%. Yeah,
1: I, I have, um, but long before I was Executive Director of Cancer Support Team, I had heard about Swim Across America because it's a real presence here in our local area. But you um, have sw- charitable swims all over the country. Yes, we do. Yeah, tell there, me about that.
0: There's 22 uh, open water swims And then I don't even know how many pool swims are throughout the country. And they try to keep the money local. So there's a swim in Baltimore. They keep it at John Hopkins. A swim in Boston will go to uh, Dana-Farber and another facility there. Uh, Houston has a swim that goes to MD Anderson. It's all of the top uh, facilities. Atlanta has a pediatric um, uh, hospital. So it's all the facilities locally that are, are in that area that's doing the swim. So last year, um, Swim Across America raised close to ten million dollars, and that money was distributed throughout the, the country.
1: I was doing some research. I mean, you've you've Swim Across America has raised something like over a hundred million dollars over the course of the time it's been in existence. That's unbelievable. Yes, it is,
0: and approximately seventy five to eighty percent of what we raise goes directly into the beneficiaries.
1: Which, I mean, just that's astounding. So I understand that you are um, said that it is one of the tenets of Swim Across America to make sure that most of the money stays in the local area. So I know about Cancer Support Team, and we're one of the really few patient services agencies that help, is helped by Swim Across America. Um, why don't you explain a little bit, rather than my town my own horn. Why do you think we're worthy of that support? Well, uh, we,
0: we kind of split when we started our chapter. Uh, I think we've been supporting you for somewhere close to the 30 years. 30, it's about
1: we, 25 years Twenty-five.
0: This year. Okay. And we felt that besides the research, which we support, you know, we have two labs at Memorial Sloan Kettering. We have a lab at Cornell Weill, which, by the way, they discovered the immunization therapy. Dr. Jed Wolchuk, he was with MSK and then just went over to Cornell Weill. And that was the first immunization therapy. And that was laughed at 25 years ago Mm. because they thought it was undoable
1: immunotherapy immunotherapy yeah and no it's it's the one of the hottest things yes. t- today absolutely yes. and your your sponsored lab your swim across um, america lab is in part responsible mm-hmm. for that yes
0: it is and then one of the other labs dr diaz's lab in msk last year
1: memorial slum kettering right. for those who don't know the acronym yeah
0: they had a clinical trial for rectal cancer and a hundred percent of the patients are in remission,
1: which in is unheard of. two years. Yeah, in two years. Yeah. Yes, that's that's and really
0: really excited. So they're going to extend that to different types of cancer: breast, pancreatic, etc. So um, it's exciting for them. And then we have a, a pediatric lab at at Memorial Soul Kettering, and then at Columbia Presbyterian Babies Hospital, where my son was treated. They are doing a clinical trial on glioblastoma, which is a brain tumor. And um, they're very excited. And because of our support, when we first gave them funds, they now have uh, NIH money and they're able to expand the research And because we gave them that startup money. And then going to cancer support team, and that's why I was saying we have a nice balance because we give a check the end of the year to cancer support team and the following day it goes to work and you know tanya could tell you more about what they do but from my knowledge um i've sent many many people that are friends of mine to them and they have nursing care they have social workers uh
1: case managers case
0: managers drivers drivers volunteers volunteers and they now have just expanded to northern Westchester, to Mount Kisco Hospital in northern Westchester. So I'm very excited because I live in, in central Westchester, and they're helping patients there now. And they just do so many different things, and they don't – there's no charge. That's the beauty. There is no charge. You pick up the phone, and they come to your house and just whatever you need, that's what they do. And if the nurse needs to stay an extra 20 minutes or half an hour, she can. With other organizations, they're on the clock. They're on the clock. So um, we feel very, very blessed to have them and so proud that we're able to help families. And, and it, it also helps the underprivileged. So I, I, I'm just excited that we're part of it, And we and we've seen their growth. When we first started supporting them, they had a desk and a nurse.
1: Yeah, you're right. No, <laughs> and, and
0: now they have an office with a full staff, and you know it's wonderful, and it's just great to see what they've been able to accomplish.
1: So, um, Tony, we have now a staff of nine clinical. Um, people, mm-hmm. Six of them are registered nurses whom, as you just said, go to the home and they educate patients and they help them ask questions and they help them figure out um, how to get answers. Mm-hmm. It's not nursing like visiting nurse nursing. It's nursing the kind of which you get one on one personalized attention for yourself and your people in your life, your caregivers, because honestly, when you get a diagnosis of cancer, everybody in that family is affected. And in addition, once we're in the home, we can see if there are other kinds of needs, disability, additional insurance, rides, food, uh, you pretty much name it emotional support, you know. Mm -hmm. So we are incredibly grateful for Swim Across America because you really help us be able to do what we've been doing. Um, But I do want to go back to some of that Research because what's fascinating in doing um, my own research on Swim Across America, um, I understood that the National Cancer Institute funding for investigative research and clinical trials is down by 25% over the last 10 years. Uh-oh. <laughs> How are you going to find new treatments if you're not funding that um, ability? So I also understand that because of that, um, and the National Cancer Institute funds less than 15% of their grant applicants. Oh, dear. Well, they,
0: this is from my understanding as a layman, they're not going to support something unless they see success. And we're willing to take the gamble and the chance for a young investigator to dream. Uh, just like the immunization therapy, and it was a dream. And then once it became successful, the the national money came in and, and funded it. But like the glioblastoma uh, at Columbia Presbyterian Babies Hospital, when Robin Guttrell, Dr. Robin Guttrell, started, she didn't have any funding. And they weren't going to fund her. And as it became successful, she's at a stage now where they want to fund it, and 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 we gave them that that startup money. We have a, an oncologist on our national board who reviews all of the grants, and and he's open minded to trying something. Uh, there's a I think there's a grant going on now for early detection of pancreatic cancer out in L.A. That'd be fabulous. So, so one of our you know. Uh, swims out on the west coast will be funding that so it's it's really uh we we kind of find a niche because we're not a huge organization but we do we we do help and we and we really get some of these young investigators started and it's exciting to see what's going on because i i really believe that you know they're gonna get there
1: Well, you know, what's interesting is that I remember many years ago when, even before I was a mom myself, a family friend's child had glioblastoma, and Mm. she passed at age five, Mm. and it made me very aware of that type of cancer, this is long before I even worked in this area, and uh, ever since... um, it's just heartbreaking. You hear about that one particular type of, of childhood cancer, and there's been so little progress in the 30-plus years since I first heard about it. And now Dr. Robbins' lab is finding, as I understand it, some way to get past the, the brain-blood barrier, am I saying yes. the right
0: term? What What she did was she teamed up with a radiologist and ultrasound um, specialist and with the ultrasound, they're opening up the stem cell so that she can get um, immunization therapy and chemotherapy directly at the tumor. Mm. So with that, it, it allows it to open up for a short period of time because your stem cells shut down anything that's invading the, the, can't, the uh, brain. And our bodies accept cancer cells for whatever reason and that's why this immunization therapy is great because it's getting your immune, immune immunization
1: it gets your own immune system, system to fight the, fight cancer. the cancer so yeah.
0: it's it's it, it's not they're not they're not there yet but Dr. Catrell feels that she thinks within 5 years this clinical trial will be successful and um you know it it, it can it can raise the um survival rate for, for that disease. Oh, and, uh, and there's a no Tremendous question, amount. So, so and and, and that's, a, that's one of the tough ones. And part of also for pediatric cancer, they're not getting funding as adult cancers because there's a small number. Like my son's type, type of cancer, cancer,
1: Yeah,
0: it was only maybe three 400 cases a year. Mm-hmm. So what she's doing and a lot of the, the pediatric investigators are doing is they're going into the adult, you know, clinical trials and t- and tapping into the successes and bring them into pediatrics. Mm. So uh, they've learned a lot. Like at Memorial Sloan Kettering, especially at, at you know the MSK kids, they they take a lot of what's going on and, and they're using it in pediatrics. So uh, it's there's a lot more sharing today than there used to be and. I think there's there's an organization for pediatrics that they do share a lot of different um, mm-hmm. research. Uh, I know that there's a lot not part of our organization, but I know there's a lot of good stuff happening down at St. Jude's also, mm. which um, again, you know, it, it, it's it's really exciting to see and.
1: Well, we all have to come together. There's just no question. I mean, that's why I wanted to invite you on today because so many people say, How can I help? Mm -hmm. And by literally just putting your toe in the water and swimming a couple laps in a pool, you're helping to fund organizations that are right there helping cancer patients and their families and doing this amazing critical research. Mm -hmm. Tony, I want to offer the phone number out in case there's a listener out there who has a question for us. So you are listening to Let's Talk about this with tanya weiss my guest is tony sibio from swim across america and if you would like to call us please dial 914-636-0110 so Tony, I want to go back to that um, conversation about the the 100% success rate because, as you well know, that's absolutely unheard of. And I also know that at that MSK lab, they are working with people who are young colorectal cancer um survivors at this point but but patients and um, colorectal cancer has been this the numbers have been going down except for in one very critical uh, age group and that is the under age 60 or even under age 50 Mm -hmm. age group and um, that's scary because that's brand new and unheard of and her success rate means that it's less of a uh, issue for lifestyle because it's obviously an area in your body that's um no area is is a good area to have cancer in but that's a particularly difficult area in terms of your functioning day to day and um tell us a little bit about this type of research
0: well i it, it's strictly immunization therapy it's immunotherapy it's yeah no therapy mm-hmm. and it's not uh, they're not using chemo with this this clinical trial, so the side effects are are not as severe as chemo and radiation. In the past, you know, with with colorectal cancer, it was surgery, r- chemo, radiation. If they can do the surgery,
1: and it would affect also fertility and other correct. issues that younger people really have, you know, are, are thinking about.
0: Yes, and this this particular immunization therapy. Uh, it, it is less invasive, and, and that's, that's, that's my hope too, to see that, that, you know, it's less invasive, because chemo, there's no two ways about it, it it's severe. Yes.
1: So I think of, because I've been at many of them, we're going to talk about some of these major uh, pool swims that are coming up, mm-hmm. but I've been at the big uh, open water swim with you many times, and I know you often um, sort of toast all of the participants and at the end of that and say something like, and here's to the day when we don't have to exist, and isn't that the truth, you know, here's to the day when we don't have to have patients going through such difficult treatments in order to just survive right that that's my that's
0: my prayer and my dream uh that's why i've been passionate about this for 31 years and all of us are because i have you know i i stepped down as the event director and passed the baton to gene for and the team that we have is phenomenal and they're very passionate and safety conscious and we work together and actually Tanya's complete staff help us with many of the events that are going on and we have our all of the beneficiaries also participating actually Dr. Garvin, who's my son's oncologist he kayaks sometimes mm. uh, so you know it's it's really a community uh team effort and
1: that's- well, I- I know tomorrow night is your first pool swim at New York Athletic Club over in Pelham. Yes. And Team CST will be there. Yes, they will. Including myself.
0: Yes, they will. So, yes,
1: and we have several different members of our team and the children of some of our nurses, et cetera, out there um, participating. So, okay, tomorrow's the first pool swim. Do you know this pool swim schedule?
0: Um, Yes, I do. Uh, The Uh, following... Saturday is Westchester Country Club.
1: Okay, and that would be the 15th.
0: Right, and then...
1: I think we have one in Orienta on the 23rd. Orienta, the
0: 23rd, and the 24th is...
1: 25th, um, the the Scarsdale
0: Golf Club. Yeah, but the 24th is uh, Chappaqua. Chappaqua, okay. And the 25th is Scarsdale. I'm not sure when... hopefully is, but it's. I think it might be. It's a weekday. It's. Either, I think it's
1: the 18th. It
0: might be. Yes. Yeah.
1: So we have numerous um, locations where people can sign up to swim. Yes. But they can also make a donation to a swimmer. Mm-hmm. And I think the most fun event, whether you volunteer just to help out or you want to try to swim in the open water off of Larchmont uh, Shore Club and Larchmont Yacht Club over to Larchmont Shore Club, that's uh, coming up on Saturday, the 29th. T- and the time of day is... Six or so in the morning yeah, yeah, to the sign swimmers, up? the
0: swimmers will get there at six. Volunteers are there at five. And the swimmers will go into water somewhere around 730. There's a 2K, 5K, and a 10K course. Each swimmer is required to raise $500. But kids are
1: a little less, I think. No, in oh, the pools 500? they are. Okay, in, in the pools. In the sound,
0: everybody has to raise 500 The 10Kers have to raise 5000 Wow. Um, and we only, we're only we limited to 10 swimmers for that.
1: 10K. 10-10K. Correct. And you also have a whole group of people who go out on kayaks to keep Correct. people safe. There's
0: approximately 100 kayaks that day. And uh, probably somewhere in the vicinity of three to 400 volunteers, boaters, the Coast Guard, the Harbor Patrol. It, it, it's just a huge community effort. And the first year that we had our swim... We had seventeen swimmers and we raised fifteen thousand dollars last year, which was our thirtieth anniversary. was our best year. We raised a million seven, and we had nine hundred and eighty five swimmers throughout.
1: Amazing! And we also a million seven, Tony. You must be so proud.
0: Oh, I was just yeah. I'm still you know (laughs) enjoying (laughs) it, but uh, the, the also COVID. Didn't know we totally have a negative effect. We came up with a concept called uh, My Way. Yes, Swim My Way or My Way. Yeah, go
1: ahead. Tell us about that. And for My Way, you don't
0: have to swim. If you'd like to walk, golf, kayak, um,
1: run, run, bike. bike,
0: whatever you'd like to do, you could still raise money, sign up on our site, get sponsors. And a lot of our funds come from... Uh, local local companies. Also, we we do get teams. Um, a team will be in honor of or in memory of somebody. And we started out with five teams. I think it was around 1998. And this year, I, we're well above 65 teams. Wow. And... Uh, and that's how people rally together because are they competitive with each other? We, we prefer them to be competitive fundraising than to be competitive in the water. I mean, you get a little bit of both, but mm. the fundraising—it's um, it's just great how, how the teams like come together, and it's a good way to honor somebody that is in remission or battling cancer now, or you know, to honor in, in somebody's memory. And some of our teams, you know, that started you know twenty five years ago. They're still with us.
1: So, um, Tony, let's make sure we let our r- listeners know how they would sign up or make a donation. Sure. Where do they go?
0: www.swimacrossamerica.org backslash long underscore island. That comes right to our page.
1: Long, I, long Island.
0: Long underscore.
1: Long underscore island. Okay. And um, so what um, what team has been around the longest?
0: Team Claire,
1: and, and they—they are one of the top fundraisers across the country, aren't they? Yes, they are. And um, what do you uh, what do you hear from them? Are they participating this year? Yes, they are. Okay, well, I am thrilled to have had you here as our guest, Tony Sibio, with Swim Across America. Thank you so much for being with me. My pleasure. And that's www.swimacrossamerica.org. Backslash long
0: underscore island.
1: Okay, and I'm Tonya Weiss. With, let's talk about this, and I hope you will listen to us. The first Thursday at two thirty of uh, first Thursday of each month at two thirty p.m. and check out cancersupportteam.org for all different kinds of services at no cost for people who have cancer and their loved ones.